Welcome back, everybody, to the Biblical Conservative Channel. I'm your host, Sean Crenshaw, where we're here to tell you that we're not victims, that we are empowered for greatness. I got another one for you today. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button, sign up for membership, super fans, all those good things. So today we're going to talk about a group of evangelicals in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, praying for former President Trump. Yeah, you heard that right. A group of pastors and Christians, evangelicals, prayed for President Trump recently as he went on stage in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Now, before I show you the video and the article, you obviously know when you see a bunch of evangelicals praying for former President Trump, that immediately caused the progressives and the progressive liberals and progressive Christians and the Democrats who throw up their arms and say, oh no, we got white Christian nationalism. We got white Christian, white male Christian hegemony in display. Because when you see this video, obviously the people praying for President Trump are all white. So people are going to totally dismiss everything that's being said or totally dismiss everything that's being done. The simple fact that President Trump as the evangelical support in Iowa is paramount because those are the ones who control the caucuses. Those are the ones who determine who wins the Iowa caucuses, which are about to happen in a little bit over a month or so. And don't believe all the stuff talking about the governor of Iowa endorsing Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley getting all these endorsements. When you look at the grassroots to the people that really matter, it's President Trump, hands down. He's going to win Iowa. He's probably going to win it decisively. So let me play you this video, and then we'll show you the article from where the video comes from. Now, obviously, former President Trump would have to acquiesce and they had to ask him first before they pray for him. So it's good to see that he allowed them to pray for him. Now, there's nothing technically wrong for praying for him. The Bible tells us in Timothy that we should pray for all people in authority that we may live a quiet and peaceable life. God wants us to live a quiet and peaceable life. We're supposed to pray for everybody. I pray for President Biden. I do. I pray for Governor Roy Cooper here in North Carolina, the state that I live in. There may be Democrats, but I am exhorted and commanded by the word of God to pray for them. While I despise all their policies and vehemently disagree with their policies, at the same time, I am commanded by the Lord to pray for them. Now, I pray that they would come to their senses and make decisions and make policies and lead according to the word of God. 
That's what I pray for. But nevertheless, I pray for them. So we should pray for our leaders. Now, I didn't see this in this video where it crosses the line is where sometimes, sometimes some evangelical Christians, some Christians look to President Trump as their savior. And that's why a lot of Christians were so disillusioned and disenfranchised when President Trump didn't win back in 2020 because they were so sure they had all, all these prophets. Had, oh, you had so many, quote unquote, prophets prophesying that President Trump was going to win. Some prophesied he's going to win in a landslide. And so when that happened, people were disillusioned. People were disaffected. Some people even turned away from the faith because they had their faith in what God was going to do in their minds by electing President Trump. And their faith was never in God, never in Jesus. And that's what I always say on this channel. My faith is in Jesus. My faith is in God. My faith is in what the Holy Spirit has been sent to this earth to do. My faith is not in a man. A man, President Trump, would not save America. Only Jesus, only return to Christ, return to God will save America, okay? But we do pray that God will place leaders in office who will abide by biblical principles, biblical values, so we can live that quiet and peaceful life. Because we have not been able to live a quiet and peaceful life because we have people in office, people in position of power that hate Christianity, people in position of power that hate you and I when we believe the word of God. They hate that. And so they persecute us. So they try to silence us. So our lives are much more peaceable when we have people in power that adhere to the word of God. Now, what do we do when those people in power do not adhere to the word of God? Then we resist. We fight, but we fight in a way that pleases God. We don't berate anybody. We don't belittle anybody. We don't get into vain arguments or quarrels with anybody. Second Timothy 2.24 tells us not to do that. We correct people with gentleness, right? But we correct them. We do. We step out and we correct them. So everything I heard in that prayer was okay. Now, they may have taken some stuff out of context when they say the gates of hell will not prevail against him because that was technically referring to the church. When Jesus said that, he said that, Peter, your name is Petros, you're a small rock. And upon this revelation, the revelation that he was the Christ, the son of the living God, he will build his church. That's what Jesus was referring to. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So Donald Trump is not representing the kingdom of God right there. OK, I mean, I don't know if President, former President Trump is saved, truly saved or not. So I don't think he's truly reflecting the kingdom of God. Okay, but I know God can use whoever he wants to use who's available to accomplish his will, plan and purposes here on the earth. And I do agree that we should pray that no weapon formed against him shall prosper. We pray for that because that's a biblical truth. That's a biblical truth. But you have to carry that verse further when it says no weapon formed against him shall prosper. And every tongue, every single tongue that rises up against him in judgment shall be condemned. But this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord whose righteousness is of me say of the Lord. Okay. You have to be a servant of the Lord to make sure that verse qualifies. So I understand what the evangelicals and the Christians and maybe a pastor were attempting to do when they were praying for him, but you have to make sure that you pray in context, because when you pray in context, you pray things. I would say a prayer like this. I would say, father, I thank you so much for 
former President Trump. I thank you for what you're doing in his life. Ooh, I pray you give him clarity, wisdom, guidance, direction. I pray you protect him from wicked and unreasonable people, Father. I pray that you give him the words that he needs to do and the stamina that he needs in order to fulfill the call that he believes that you have placed upon him. In Jesus' name, amen. Something like that, you know? Something simple like that, where I'm not elevating him above where he needs to, but yeah, I'm also speaking a blessing over him. Now, let's look at what this article had to say and how they framed this article, right? It's so funny. If this was President Biden or Hillary Clinton going to a black church, they wouldn't say anything like this. But if you look at this particular article and how it framed it, moment, huge group of MAGA Republicans. They call them MAGA Republicans, not just Republicans, MAGA Republicans. How do they know these people are MAGA Republicans, right? Pray over Donald Trump as former president is mobbed during Iowa campaign stop. Former president Donald Trump's Iowa campaign has been blessed by faith pastors as over 100 MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republicans prayed over him for his victory. Over 150 pastors and faith leaders came together in Cedar Rapids to pray over Trump right before he went on stage today and it talks about how the prayer group leader was heard saying the gates of hell should not prevail against him we are talking about this for him lord i pray for protection i pray for protection for his family all the weapons that were formed against him would not succeed and lord they will not come to anything and the traps that have been set against them look how they frame this article how they place it in a way that it is what they want to promote the agenda they want to promote of white Christian nationalism. Pastor Dan McCroy, the overwhelming support from Iowa. That's why I tell you, Donald Trump is going to win Iowa. Look at this. The overwhelming support from Iowa's faith leaders is a clear indication of President Trump's unwavering commitment to the principles and values important to people of faith. This announcement is not just a number. It's a powerful message that faith communities that present it's a powerful message that faith communities trust President Trump to lead our nation forward with more integrity and clarity. After being blessed by church leaders, the 24th presidential candidate went on stage to call President Joe Biden the destroyer of American democracy. And I want to point out this one verse they said too. There's one thing they said too. Look at this. He even claimed that Jesus and God will now declare him the 2024 U.S. president and race winner. Wow. It's Donald Trump buying in some of these prophecies. I think if you had a real election and Jesus came down and God came down and said, I'm going to be the scorekeeper here. I think we'll win here. I think I think we would win in Illinois. I think we'll win in New York. Wow. Wow. If Trump said that, he was probably being funny. You know how Trump can say stuff and he just gets on a, on a rant and says some things. Obviously, God doesn't care about American elections. He cares about salvation. He cares about souls. He doesn't care about American elections. God created the Institute of Government, but he's not into picking winners and losers. He wants the people that reflect his character, reflect his will. See, people think that God is placing people in office. No, he's not. To remind people this over and over again, God created the institution of government. You think God would create an institution that would be run by wicked people? Of course not, because in this earth realm, men have authority 
to make decisions. Men have free will to make decisions. And so God has given man that capacity to make decisions, to make free will. And people choose who they want. We have the government that we deserve. We do. Currently, we have the government that we deserve because we've allowed this culture to become so secular. So it's good to see that we have some leaders in Iowa praying over former President Trump. And I pray that he receives their prayers. I pray that if he does not know the Lord, that he grows to a knowledge, a saving knowledge of Christ. And if he does know him, that he continues to grow in him. Because that's the only way he'll be able to truly, truly be a difference maker in his land and make decisions that are in accordance with the word of God and that this government will get back to securing the natural rights that come from God the Father. Hey, I want to say if you haven't done so already, please hit the like button and click subscribe so we can get this message out to as many people as we can to let them know that they are not victims, they are empowered for greatness.